Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by allowing your inherent goodness to take the lead? And not because you're a bad person, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to be a better person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you keep growing. Hey, and welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I'm Kate Hanley, your host and the author of the book, How to Be a Better Person. This week on the podcast, I'm talking about breakfast, that most important meal of the day that can be really hard to take care of in a way that feels good to you, especially as we're headed back into back to school season and we're getting back into routine and maybe we're grumpy and a little bit like um, having trouble going with the flow. So if you're looking for some specific ideas for grab-and-go breakfast, listen to the other episodes that are just before and just after this episode. And today, we're doing a deep dive just into this idea of family breakfast. We put a lot of emphasis on family dinner, but what does breakfast mean when you're trying to feed kids in the morning? And I'm so excited to be talking to Charity Matthews. Charity is the creator of Foodlets.com, a blog for busy families who want to raise kids who will finally eat everything. Charity is the author of so many great cookbooks for kids. Seriously, she has a whole library and you need to check them out. The most recent one is called Edible Crafts, which are recipes for fun, beautiful snacks that even picky eaters will enjoy and kids can make themselves. And our go-to baking cookbook in my household, Super Simple Baking. Charity is mom to four kids, so she knows about that morning hustle. And her website is stocked with tons of great recipes that are easy and delicious. I will include a link in the episode notes. Charity, welcome. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you so much. What an intro. Now now even I'm a believer. <laughs> Good. That's what we aim to do here, Charity. Pump you up and send you out into the world. <laughs> So tell us, what constitutes a decent breakfast from your perspective? Okay, so for us, we kind of separate it into weekday breakfast and weekend breakfast. And it might surprise you because on weekdays, I like to actually go really hearty and full of protein Mm -hmm. and pretty low in sugar. And then on the weekends, that's when we do things like chocolate chip pancakes or I usually make a big Dutch baby on Sundays But on the school mornings, I need like a hardworking breakfast that's going to fill them up and really make their energy stable for the rest of the day or at least the half of the morning until they get to lunchtime. Amen. I love that strategy. Then you're not depriving anybody of those like classic hallmark breakfasts of childhood, right? But (laughs) so what are some of your go-to breakfasts for kids? And I guess I'm going to ask, you know, mostly about your weekly, your weekday breakfast. Yeah. So today we did uh, toasted English muffins and we have a dozen hardworking chickens outside. So you'll hear me talk a lot about eggs, but Mm -hmm. they're just so good for you. 
they're full of protein. In our case, they're free. If you don't count the zillions of dollars that you spend <laughs> raising chickens. <laughs> but they've really got also, there's a lot of studies about that omega acids and how that brain food is also mood food. And eggs are really packed with that. So th that really makes them a favorite in our place. So today we started with English muffins. I fried up some eggs and then I put a slice of, melt of cheddar on top and that just sort of melts into it. So they were basically breakfast sandwiches and they took about three minutes to make them. I always used to think like, there's no way I'm going to have to get out a pan like before school starts, but it sincerely mm. is so fast once you just get it down. So that's definitely one of our go-tos. Another one that they really love is actually microwave. They call it the cake breakfast and it's really oatmeal you start with a blender. So you put in whole oats, a banana. You might've seen this on TikTok. It was a, really a rage about six months ago. Banana, okay. whole oats, maple syrup, a little bit of cocoa powder, and you blitz it in the blender until it's really creamy and it looks like cake batter. You microwave it. I do individual bowls just so that it goes faster. And plus everybody likes having, you could even use a mug. They just like having their own, their own little cup. You add a little chocolate chips, maybe four or five to the top, and it, they think that they're eating cake for breakfast, but it couldn't be heartier and more filling. I love it. Oh, man. Yeah. Implementing the microwave. Got any more microwave tips? I do. I, and I've surprised myself because I had never owned a microwave before we moved to North Carolina from overseas a few years ago. And I always sort of thought it was sort of you know, all you could do is make sort of gluey things with it. <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> and heat up your leftovers. Yeah, yeah. Heat up your left like, I think the secret is anything that requires a lot of cooking or something really specific, maybe not the microwave. But in this case, it makes perfect omelets. So I use what? like, yeah, you can use like a cereal sized bowl and I'll either mm -hmm. butter it or you can do the nonstick spray. And then I do even the prep inside that bowl. So you're not even dirtying a second bowl. You just Amen. get the cereal bowl ready, crack a couple eggs in, and then a drizzle of milk. I whisk it all up and put a little salt on. Then I bring back that sharp cheddar cheese and I put a slice on top. And in my microwave, I cook it for exactly two minutes. And then it literally slides right out of the bowl onto a plate and... Ta-da! It's so yummy. The eggs are cooked perfectly. The cheese is melted, but not too bubbly. And you can add anything. Baby spinach, bacon bits, mushrooms, tomatoes, fresh herbs. And that way you can really customize it for each kid uh, without going back to the fridge and back to the drawing board to create like four different breakfasts. You are really blowing my mind with this microwave omelet. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> I got both of these, yeah, both I mean, of tomorrow. these are laid out on food lids. There's a post for each of them that goes into more detail and like more pictures and stuff. But they're really straightforward. Okay, they're so yummy. Just a nitpicky question. So you lay the slice of cheddar cheese like on top of the raw egg? Yes. Okay. Yep. All right. It's egg, Good to know. cheese into the microwave. And then when it comes out, it's just, it's like a puffy egg cloud with melted cheese on top. I cannot wait to try I it. Know do it. <laughs> okay. I have a few more questions for you, Charity, but I have to take a quick break. Okay. So everybody stay tuned.
Okay, welcome back. I'm talking to Charity Matthews of foodlets.com. So Charity, loving the microwave omelet idea. Thank you for that. What are some kinds of things that we can do in advance, maybe the night before or I don't know, maybe even on the weekends to make those mornings and those breakfasts better? Yes. So I bake a ton of muffins and those are really perfect for busy mornings. It started when my kids were really little toddlers because I just was trying to pack a lot of nutritious food into them without having like a big fight about this is what we're going to eat. This is sweet potatoes. This is like the fresh fruit today. And it's maybe different than what you thought, you know, toddlers are sort of notorious. They're kind of tyrants about the food, but when yeah. you bake it into something that looks like a quote cupcake, it changes everything. I've put spinach in there. I've put, <laughs> I've put all the things <laughs> and you can make it really delicious. So we have tons of muffin recipes and quick bread recipes on the site, and they're all of them are kid tested. I have never put up a, a post with a recipe that at least three of the four kids loved. So you always know it's tested. And then when we do something like that, I like to pair it with a what I call a kid's cappuccino. So it's just steamed milk. And then I put a little splash of vanilla before I start the frother. So if you have mm -hmm. one of those little battery powered whisks, or we have the Nespresso coffee system. So I just use that. It's sort of a holdover from when we lived in Rome and we would go to get cappuccinos every morning. And mm -hmm. the barista would make a little tiny one and put it in an espresso cup for our then toddlers. And they would never ask us to pay. And it was so cute. And it was just this really sweet way to get us all started. And so we like to do that even now. But they get a full-size cappuccino cup now. That really is adorable. Well, you're making me think maybe I should try and acquire one of those battery-powered yeah. whisker things. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> a little thing that really feels special, particularly on like cold mornings or mornings when everybody's pretty tired. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing that you asked about is something we do a lot. So on the weekends, my kids actually make pancakes pretty much every Saturday morning. They're like pancake fanatics and they mm -hmm. will put all manner of fillings in. So of course their go-to is chocolate chip, but they've also done all the different fruits, sliced bananas, blueberries, strawberries, peaches, anything can go into a pancake, but we always double the recipe so that we have leftovers later. So that way on a Wednesday, when everybody is like sort of feeling dull about going to school, they get a little pancake pick me up. Mm. And if we even have leftovers beyond that, sometimes I'll make a little PB and J sandwich out of pancakes and put that into the lunches. So it's just a, a fun way to bring back that pancake vibe throughout the week. If you have a bunch left over, you could also freeze them. I love it. So you cook all the pancakes yes. and then stick them in a, what, a Ziploc in the freezer, in the fridge or the freezer? Yeah, we just have, you know, like extra big Tupperware, big square containers. Mm -hmm. And the, I think they're like a four, maybe they're an eight cup. Anyway, they're the biggest ones they have. And I just fill them with pancakes. And so oh, we have a bonus fridge in the garage and that's where you can often find something like the extra pancakes. Got it. Well, you mentioned that your kids cook the pancakes. They Are there not. other things kids can do to help with the breakfast situation during a busy week? A hundred percent. Now, it's going to depend on how your family works. I have mentioned a little bit that my kids are pretty cranky in the morning. <laughs> and also because they're hungry. And so... 
they are between ages eight and 13. So everybody's, you know, just sort of feeling the, the creaky spots of the day. So usually I make the breakfast because the tensions are a little high and everybody's like got their eagle eyes on like how many chocolate chips did each person get. So <laughs> I, I usually dole out the breakfast, but as I'm doing that, the kids can be helpers in the background. So I'll be like, today we need bowls. Can you get that? How could we get out the plates? Let's set up the cups and saucers. Somebody always unloads the dishwasher and we rotate through the week. Somebody else might be setting out the lunch boxes because I always make the lunches while they're eating breakfast and we're just all at the same counter so we can sort of talk through the day or they can either be thankful or complain about breakfast, you know, <laughs> either <laughs> one of the two. But that way we're all just, we're still together, but I'm typically making the food on the weekdays. But on the weekends, they do it 100% by themselves. Love it. That's great. Well, pivoting a little bit, I'm curious, what about for you? Do you do anything differently for your personal breakfast? Well, so I am a work from home mom. So my husband takes the kids off to school because he goes into an office. So they all leave and then I'm here and then I take a few breaths and then... <laughs> Do you eat silence? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dear dogs, be quiet. <laughs> I actually don't eat much breakfast anymore. I really have gotten into fasting. Mm -hmm. I actually do find that my it helps me with a little bit less brain fog and my energy level is higher. And so, but I, I do have typically an almond milk latte. And again, with the Nespresso, who I do not work for, but I just am a big fan. <laughs> <laughs> and then that just keeps me going until lunchtime. So I used to eat a breakfast and then maybe a snack. And now I just find it keeps it simpler. And I, I am shocked that I don't miss it, but I really don't. Right. It's interesting when you kind of check in with what you're really, truly hungry for. And it yeah. may not be this meal that we're told to have. Well, sure. I mean, we're kind of veering off into different territory, but most of the people who are listening to this are also grown-ups themselves, yeah. even though they have kids. And I noticed that it's easier for me to eat breakfast after everybody is gone. And I've, I'm not, I don't wake up hungry kind of like you, but I could never go until lunch. I feel like I don't eat until like if I don't eat until 10 or 1030, then I feel like I want to eat the entire house type of oh, thing. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I just try and have a later breakfast around yeah. 9.30 or so to kind of hold me off until lunchtime. So well, yeah. And if, if you ever did want to try it, because there are, you know, there are theories around the benefits in terms of like keeping your blood sugar stable, which is the thing that's more important as we get older. Mm -hmm. Drinking lots of water helps mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. that also gives you, you know, like I am often thinking that I'm hungry when I'm thirsty. And so mm -hmm. that's a big habit, you know, like as kids, I don't know about you, but I didn't drink a single glass of water like, <laughs> in all of my childhood. It just wasn't a thing. Like, it wasn't. It was not. You had juice or milk. And or it Coke. Great. Yeah. Soda. It was crazy mm -hmm. to think that you'd drink some water. <laughs> like water was like <laughs> for washing things. But now I really find that if I drink enough water in the day, that also gives me a ton more energy. So I notice if I'm feeling sluggish or tired, then like you said, to check in. And it often means I'm not, I don't have enough water. Got it. 
Well, thanks for sharing that tip. Little insight. Come for the kid recipes and stay for the fasting conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Well, stay for like the moms need to look out for themselves too. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, Mm -hmm. and and that can change. I haven't always done this right now. It feels really good, but I'm sure I won't do this for the rest of my life. Like I used to feel bad about trying to set up a system, whether it's about breakfasts or lunches and then needing to switch or pivot. And I don't think it makes you flaky. I think it makes you resourceful to figure out what works now and then wise enough to change when you either need something or that old system isn't serving you anymore. Oh, I love that, Charity. Thank you so much. And thank you for being here today. Thank for you. For the people who want to connect with you and get more from you, where can they find you? Yeah, um, I am on Instagram as Foodlets and on Facebook. We have a YouTube channel and I also have a, a lot of posts on Pinterest. So you'll find search Foodlets in any of those places and you'll find us. Okay, awesome. We'll have a great one. Thank you. You too. How to Be a Better Person's theme song, Left for Deadish, is by Junior85. The episodes are mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past five episodes and a well-chosen meme to your inbox every weekend. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com or you can tweet me at Kate W. Hanley. Don't forget the W. Or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 